that sugar sweet You got what I need Sipping on the potion All that good emotion Just my kind of heat Keep it on me, peep Tested by the potion Love it, this the potion Sit back Relax and prepare yourself for yet another episode of the Filthy Casuals Crypto Podcast. A podcast where, no, you're not listening to an expert. Hell, you're not even listening to an adult who has his shit together. You're just chilling with a filthy casual crypto guy who's adventuring in the land of crypto, making all the mistakes so that you don't have to. That's right. Sit back, chill out, and let's get into another episode of the Filthy Casuals Crypto Podcast. Thanks for being here. Welcome to another episode of the Filthy Casuals Crypto Podcast, the most profane yet the least profound podcast in the whole cryptoverse. Hey guys, so this is actually the second take of this podcast episode because I had recorded one yesterday that I wanted to release for the next episode five, and as I was going through and recording it, the idea I had for the episode slowly evolved as I was recording and where it ended up, like where I ended that recording was a much more fully developed idea. And I was like, Oh, well the podcast should start there and then kind of expound or expand on that idea and kind of discover it and go with it. And I think it would be more helpful than releasing the podcast that I had actually recorded yesterday. So the idea of the podcast originally was to talk about when there's a lull in your activity as a crypto investor, or as I like to say, as a uh, math-powered gambler, if you will, or an IT gambler. And, you know, because you'll have like long-term and mid-term projects get to a point where you're just allowing your NFTs to farm in these yield farms, or you are letting your long-term projects, whatever they may be, if they're nodes, you're just letting them uh, constantly pump out those rewards. And as they pump out those rewards, you you compound into another node and those are doing their thing, right? You've, you've got those going. So then what are you doing? You know, it feels like you're not active. Yeah, like active is the word, right? So you're not as active uh, in what you're doing on a day-to-day and it may feel weird or maybe you don't feel like you're uh, contributing enough to your future financial position or your portfolio. So when you get like that, you know, what do you do? And, you know, that's where it started. But as I got to the end, I realized that what it really turned into was recognizing where you're at in the overall process of your investing. So I went over my process of analyzing and assessing projects and then how my kind of life cycle of the project is, you know, how I start. What I do, you know, the decisions you make once you once you decide to get in, your decisions you make once you get in on the project, how long you stay there, decisions that pop up throughout it, and then decisions that you ultimately make at the very end of the life cycle of that investment. And now, like as I evolve that concept into the podcast I tried to record yesterday, it really came into what am I trying to say? It really came into focus what I was trying to say, and it was that you need to be more self-aware of your view from 10,000 feet up instead of like right in the trenches, your view from 10,000 feet up when it comes to your investment uh, situation. And what I mean by that is 
I really started equating it to a funnel. So like a sales funnel, if any of you have done sales, which a lot of people have, and it's, you know, wide at the top and a lot of, a lot can fit in and it funnels, <laughs> funnel, I just use the same word. So it funnels down into where very few come out. And what I mean by that is like, so your long-term and your midterm is doing what they're supposed to do, right? You're not as active. Maybe it's because a lot of your extra assets that would allow you to jump into projects, jump out of projects, uh, a little more nimble, a little more agile, make a lot of short-term gains, you know, to play that game. Maybe they're tied up in your long-term projects uh, and you just don't really have the assets or the capital to kind of take advantage of them. So it's kind of brought your activity down. Or perhaps you just haven't done the research on enough projects and you really don't know what the fuck to do, right? Because you're just like, mm, I don't know. I don't want to just jump in a project without looking. Uh, and so I kind of discovered that when you're in that position, in that in that specific time, instead of focusing on the fact that you're not that active, taking the effort that you were willing to put in, right? So you're, let's say we talked about the ROI on your effort, your time, your mental energy. Instead of just letting that kind of fizzle out, use it to research a bunch, you know? And if you, you know, like right now, I, I really discovered that's where I'm at. And I completely shifted the paradigm of the way I was looking at this and now, while my midterm and my long terms are doing their deal, instead of just like not spending the time on my portfolio that I had allocated for it and maybe doing things around the house uh, or just life things, you know, working out, whatever it is, which is very important, don't get me wrong. It's just I had allocated the time for this. So instead of, I don't want to say wasting it because I don't think, you know, improving yourself would be a waste, yada, yada. However, I want to use that time appropriately and efficiently, especially after I went on and on and on the last episode about making sure that the ROI on not just your finances, but your your mental energy and your, your attention and everything was, was up to par, right? So now I'm using that right now to really assess and really dig in on like a lot of projects. And, you know, I, I go through influencers. I go through the, what are they called? The shilling channel on a lot of these projects on their discord is where people will like link to other projects. And a lot of times the only reason they're doing it is because there's incentives. If you invite X amount of people, maybe you can get a whitelist spot or get put in a raffle or blah, 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 blah. But it, you know, it'll just pop you into a bunch of different projects. Then you still need to follow up and find white papers and official content and everything like that on the project. However, so I'm using this time, I'm doing that, I'm reading white papers, I'm researching. And then what I do is I amass a list of, you know, however many you can handle. I'm, I'm at nine. I think that's too many just because I do so much like looking at them on a regular basis and try to involve in the community. I think for me, like five would be the sweet spot. There's a couple I'll probably move out because they're meant either just happened or is going to happen. And I'm not really in a position to take advantage of it. So I don't want to waste my time on it. I don't, it's not that I don't think they're good projects. I just, I'm involved in projects and my assets are spread out among certain projects and projects that I'm in are having a second mint of a second wave of NFTs. And I have to be prepared to do those because I'm already invested in them. But yeah, so what I do for that, you know, is, so I use Discord a lot. And if you're not using Discord or you don't know what it is, it is a voice chat app. Uh, for those of you who are older gamers, such as myself, we are the boomer gamers, if you will. <laughs> we used to use Ventrilo or whatever the fuck, right? Uh, we even used Skype for a while. Uh, but Discord is kind of where it's at. And these communities have these discords built with a bunch of different channels and what, whatever. Well, anyway, your servers that you are a part of pop up on your left side of your Discord display or UI. And you can make folders. So I have a folder for the projects that I'm in. 
I have a folder for the node projects I'm in, and I have a folder for all the shit that I'm looking at. So I just join discords, look around. If I think it looks interesting or I want to see where it's going or what the fuck, I put it in that folder, right? And then I can just go to that folder when I have the time and I can just burn through those servers and kind of look for the stuff that I'm looking for. Uh, so that helps me organize everything. But knowing that that's where I'm at, so being self-aware that in my investment situation or the season that I'm in, if you will, knowing that I am at the point where I have the time to research and to find projects that I think are good or are upcoming or a month, two months out, maybe three weeks, depending on where you're at. And you keep looking at them all and you like build this list, right? Then as your capital or your assets or whatever starts to increase, whether it's because you're taking rewards from your projects that you're in or perhaps your nodes got to a point where they're starting to feed you some income, or maybe you can start flipping some of the NFTs you have on projects you're already a part of, whatever the hell's going on. Now you have this list that you've curated over time and you've gotten it down from let's say the nine I'm at, maybe I decide that two of them are actually worth my time or line up with uh, my capital and my assets and it's timeline for the project lines up with my ability to invest. So I take those nine down to two and then I'll move those two into the actual I want to be a part of or I, I am a part of folder in my Discord, right? So then the season shifts again. And instead of the time being spent going through as many projects as possible, now I am actually assessing on a daily basis, being a part of the community, going deep into these projects. And where I ended the podcast I attempted to record yesterday was right where I started, which is, you know, figuring out where you are in your investing timeline currently. Is it the time where I need to be spending the time I've allocated for this researching and building, you know, five, eight, nine, 15 projects that I'm interested in, but I'm not involved in, but are interested in and are like up and coming? Or is it the time where all my assets line up, timelines up, projects line up, and I'm now very active in buying and selling NFTs or just actively partake, partaking, actively participating in the projects. And I think those are two very separate modes, I guess is a better way to put it, you know, and just being aware of which mode you need to be in or which mode you're in, I think will completely affect the way that you operate and attack the markets on a day to day. You know, if you're putting all your effort into trying to buy and trade NFTs when your capital and your assets is, is low because, you know, whatever reason, you're really going to get frustrated. And if you get frustrated and burnt out and pissed off and whatever, you know, that's honestly going to affect the way you approach projects. Now, you might approach a really good project, but you're pissed about the inability to take advantage of it or uh, take advantage of other projects because you're in the wrong mode at the wrong time and you miss a good chance, you know, and it could be the other way, you know, you're doing all this research when you should be active. And if you're busy researching projects that you might get into later, then you miss the chance to take advantage of an all time high, or maybe you miss a chance to double down in the low and a dip, or you miss, you know, a giveaway or a new feature release and you're a day or two late, which means you don't get quite the ROI that you could have if you had taken advantage of it uh, because your attention and your mode is wrong. So I really think that that that's where I ended yesterday when I recorded that podcast. And that's why I decided to re-record it and start there today and really focus on that for these 
you know, what, 20, 30 minutes that we usually do is because I think it really makes a big deal. You know, it happens in life too. Maybe you're in a point in your life where you need to go all in on your job and let your side hustles, your, your whatever, kind of be on the back burner. Or maybe in this time of your life, you need to be all in on your family. Like you still need to do a good job at work, but when you get out of work, you really need to be at home and go all in on your family and blah, blah, blah. You know, it cha- that changes. And you know, most of you realize that. There have been times in your lives when it's all about work. There's been times in your lives when it's all about you. There's been times in your lives when it's all about your family. So just like that, I think, I don't want to say much less serious because obviously life and what's happening like directly in front of you is usually much more important than when we're talking about this investing stuff. Uh, however, I feel like it is very important considering that if you take advantage of it and you give it its due diligence, that it can in fact directly influence your future that you can then spend with yourself, your family, your time, your job or no job, you know, whatever the fuck. However, I think realizing that and using the same, like being aware that that's happened in your life and then transposing that into kind of your investment situation and then assessing that would really put you in a better mind space when it comes to investing. And I think I might be like the only person that's pretty dramatic. There's so many fucking people in the world. I guess that's not true. I feel as though not enough people emphasize getting mentally straight before you decide to start investing, right? So a, a lot of content is look at all the charts. If it says if the charts match this map or this graph or whatever, then buy. If it's this, then sell. Buy and sell and buy and sell and do this and do that. And, you know, it works. It, it really does. It's just never worked for me. And part of it is because I'm just, I'm not that analytical. And I know it's dumb. There's probably people listening to this. They're like, that's why you're not a millionaire. I mean, sure. I'm sure there's a lot of other reasons. However, I have found that, especially these last two and three weeks, I found that if I'm on the regular assessing, like not just the projects and all the shit we talked about in the last episode, which sidebar, if you haven't, what the fuck? Listen to the last episode. Come on. It's like, like the best one I've done. Um, seriously though, uh, if you get a chance to go ahead and listen to the last one, if you haven't, uh, it really talks about the process of like assessing uh, a project and then again, the decisions throughout the life of the project and blah. Uh, but I think if you do that on the regular, on projects that you're actively a part of engaging the emotion in the community, you know, a lot of it, I feel like in these NFT projects and these games and everything, these like gamified yield nodes, uh, I'm sorry, these gamified yield farms, or even the the metaverse games that are coming out, I feel like a lot more emotion is in it than just your basic trading of stocks and cryptocurrencies, right? So when they're in these projects, I feel like it's very important to focus on your mental stability. I mean, sure, I mean, I'm pretty unstable, but kind of where you're at mentally, being self-aware, there we go, self-aware of your mental state when approaching a day of investing or a day of researching or, or whatever, because if you go in jaded, you're going to miss something. If you go in too fucking happy and stoked and pumped of adrenaline because you just won on some NFTs or, or whatever it is, you know, you might overlook some red flags, you know, so kind of being able to realize where you're at and then approaching the projects and the research or approaching trading or, or what have you, you know, because it's so easy to like let your emotions be, on high, like one way or the other, so really high, really low, whatever, and then getting in one of these Discord channels or a YouTube or whatever, a YouTube uh, chat or a live on YouTube or whatever, 
and getting caught up in whatever the emotion is there, whether it's a big fucking wave of FOMO of a project, whether it's a big fucking wave of, oh my God, everything's crashing and burning, get out now, this is a rug pull, you know, whatever it is, you can really get caught up in it, let that drive you, and then just screw your portfolio just all to hell, right? Whether it's you get empty all your capital or you sell when you shouldn't have, then it spikes and you feel bad. And, you know, there's a lot of motion and I don't think enough people in the space really give life or or recognize and put attention in a spotlight on getting your shit straight mentally before you jump in with your money. I mean, just to put it, I mean, as simply as possible. I really want to shine a light on that. It kind of came to light last, last deal, last, uh, last deal, last episode. And then, like I said, I kind of developed it. Here is the, the big one for me when I'm talking about seeing where you are mentally and emotionally before investing is definitely a big part of successfully navigating the crypto space. I believe, I know, a lot of people will say I'm wrong, but I believe that that's right. And pertaining to this specific podcast and the topic I wanted to go over is assessing yourself to see where you're at mentally in your investing situation, like, or your investing season, or what mode are you in? You know, because your wallet and your assets, so the, the things that you... I don't want to say you can't change, but the things that you don't necessarily have the ability to change on a dime, right? You can't just, okay, well, let me add $10,000 to my wallet and that's all good. I'd change seasons. You know, I'm sure somebody could probably do that, but that's not, it's not out of your control, but it's harder to control, right? Now that your assets are out there, they're working, your wallet's a little lower. Okay. Now what's the best use of my time getting fucking frustrated as hell because I can't take advantage of really cool things that I'm finding or... Becoming self-aware of that's where we're at. Okay, I need to take my attention, my effort, my energy. I need to research right now. And let's build a bunch of projects that I'm looking at. Okay, awesome. Okay, here's this, that, that. You know, you spend well, however long you can for however long it needs to happen. And then all of a sudden your wallet starts to get a little more uh, full. You start cashing in on some investments. Maybe some NFTs start flipping, or maybe there's a spike and you're able to you're able to sell off a native token of a project and kind of exit on a good note, you know, 20, 30, 80% ROI, you know, whatever. And then when that happens, you go, ooh, okay, now I'm in a position. What project should I do? You know, if you got to that point and you don't have any projects in the pipeline, you're probably going to fucking miss, right? You're going to be late to the project or you didn't have a chance to research it. And now you're researching and your money's just sitting in your wallet while you're researching and, and the money in your wallet is fluctuating up and down depending on the market. And however, because you did what we're talking about today, you go, okay, now I'm ready to invest and take advantage of things with this capital that I now have. Let me go to my, you know, just because it's what I do, let me go to my folder. Okay, I've got nine projects and I've organized them. Who I'm not disorganized, but somebody is from, you know, top to bottom what I'm most interested in. You know, me, I just delete shit once I'm done with it. So I, I get in my folder at this point and there'd only be two projects instead of nine. And I'm like, cool, let me jump in here and reassess the projects real quick. Okay, yeah, they both still look fucking great. Oh yeah, the mints are in three days. Okay, cool, I have all my assets now. Okay, let's make a game plan. You know, and then the mode switches. And instead of spending my time researching projects and doing all that shit, now I'm preparing myself for the whitelist or the public sale. I'm preparing myself for the launches. I'm preparing to flip NFTs. I'm preparing to uh, take advantage of the yield farms or, or whatever it is. I'm positioning myself to take care of it. And I switch my modes. Now, my effort, my energy, uh, and all that shit is going where it needs to be. Now it's going to be on all of my 
my now two new active projects, you know, and now when I'm there, maybe I can start shedding it on other active projects. Maybe I can start, you know, then you can look at your nodes or, or other long-term projects or midterm projects or whatever the fuck. You start looking at them, right? And you take a little bit of energy a day to look at one or, or two projects a week and you just kind of, hey, that looks kind of cool. Oh, somebody in this project that I like said something about this or, hey, one of my content creators I enjoy is looking at this project that comes out in three or four weeks. Hey, let's throw that in the folder and we'll check that out later. You know, I'll join the Discord, throw it in the folder and then I can go back at a later date and I'll research. You know, and the reason this is now, you could do all of this all the time if you did this 8, 10, 12 hours a day. Most people don't. Even even me, who, if you've been following the podcast, left my job uh, to be pretty much a stay-at-home dad and started doing this on the side. You know, I'm, it's becoming more and more, so I'm able to invest a little more time on the regular into it, but I'm still not investing really more than like four hours. I mean, not even that. I'm not even investing four hours a day. Shit, yesterday I think I spent 30 or 40 minutes because I'm in that space where I'm researching and my projects are doing what they do, right? So I get on for maybe an hour and check some shit out and then I'm out. And sometimes I don't even do that until the night uh, because I get busy doing stuff around the house or running errands or uh, hanging out with my kids. I had my one of my kids homesick for two days and, you know, instead of just putting them up somewhere with medicine, you know, I actually intervolved and hung out with them and we played and we had fun and we got them feeling better and we, we went out and we did things, got out in the sunshine, took walks and, you know, just... I spent time with my family and then I come back to this and luckily I'm in that phase where the the investments are doing their thing and I was able to do that, come back and I really didn't lose any ground. Now, it doesn't mean that there won't be shit that frustrates you. Like for instance, I'm in that mode and my wallet's down because I have invested more, you know, with the dips that have happened right when Ukraine, the Ukraine and Russia stuff happened, the dips happened. I took a lot of that excess money, excess, I don't know if I call it it's hard to have excess money nowadays, but I had these coins that I had set aside and I took them and I bought more nodes because they had dipped to the point where I could invest and get one or two or three nodes like at like 60, 70% discount in multiple projects. And I was like, cool, whoop, and I did it, right? And so I'm in that phase where like, I started getting frustrated because like I saw a project or two pop up and one of them I didn't get a part of, well, it closed, so dodged a bullet there, right? Another project was okay, mediocre, not, maybe I could have made some money. And then another one that just launched yesterday is fucking popping off and I could have made a good amount of money on it and it's really done and I'm, and I can't because I'm just not in that face. So it's really frustrating, but I have to understand that these projects, there are so many right now. Guys, I'm saying so many right now. I would even, you know, if you miss one, there's going to be two more that are worth jumping into. You know, and that really helped me bring the idea of this one, this specific podcast episode to fruition is because that's where I was. When I talk about being frustrated because you're putting your effort and your energy and your mental strain or whatever in the wrong mode and putting it in the wrong place, I was fucking doing it. That's why I'm talking to you. That's the whole point of this fucking podcast is I get to tell you when I do shit that frustrates me or I miss a project because I made a misstep or I went all in on a project because I was like, this is it. And then it fucking flops, right? How do I get that money back? What do I do? You know, that's the point of the project. So the reason, most of the time, the reason I bring these topics up and, you know, maybe that's why I'm one of the only people, <laughs> I always say that, like I'm, I'm exaggerating. One of the reasons I'm in the minority of crypto guys that are, you know, a casual 
because I'm casual as fuck. You know, I'm doing this in a, I haven't shaved in like a week and a half and like my hat's on backwards. Like I'm casual as hell. No, I'm pretty sure I'm covered in coffee and baby vomit at the same time, uh, which really accessorizes with my eyes. Uh, but the reason that I'm kind of unique and I start talking about your mental state is probably because mine's all fucked. <laughs> like seriously, it's, you know, I'm just trying to narrate how I think I'm effectively doing things and, and not effectively doing them, you know? And I think a lot of it is being able to be self-aware, which has been a big thing for me for about a year, year and a half now, is becoming self-aware of my what I'm good at and what I suck at. But then more than that, the next level, so that's like your first, your next level is like being aware constantly of where you're at mentally, whether good or bad. Uh, and that's kind of translated to this over the last week is like being self-aware of like where in the process I am investing, whether it's uh, totally stable, you know, mentality is totally cool, whatever, and I'm stable and I'm doing the process of assessing and, and being involved in a project like we talked about in the last episode, or whether it's where I am doing exactly what I've already said like a million times is like I'm fucking spinning my my tires in the mud over here when I should be driving in the gravel or you know what that was a really weird I don't even know if that makes any fucking sense if I'm putting all my energy over here it should be over here right if I'm sitting at the bottom of the funnel with my hands out trying to catch a project when in fact I should be feeding a shitload of projects in the top of the funnel right or I'm at the top of the funnel throwing a bunch of projects in and there's a clog at the bottom or I'm missing catching a bunch of good projects, you know, all because I'm in the wrong place at the wrong time, I guess is the easiest way to put it. Uh, my energy, my effort, everything's wrong place, wrong time. So the more that I become self-aware, the more I want to like share it with you because I feel as though if it's helping me, it's got to fucking help somebody. I can't be the only dude fucking doing this wrong, right? I can't be the only guy who seems to be, you know, while I am not a giant investor yet, don't forget to like fucking say what you're going to do and visualize it and grab that shit and claim it and pull it in. You know, the law of attraction, if you believe it, if you don't, I don't care. But just don't forget to like set a positive mental target. So while I'm not a big investor yet, I'm, I'm pretty small peanuts in the crypto world, right? I'm working with hundreds of dollars. If I'm lucky, maybe a thousand dollars. And I'm just trying to compound those so that I can be a bigger investor. But while I'm doing that, right, while I'm investing with these small peanuts, it's my mental state that seems to be a bigger fucking deal than that, you know, because like a mint right now, if you're using the avalanche network, maybe even Ethereum, I've seen some pretty cheap, but on the avalanche network, man, a mint is like one or two avalanche. Usually fees are super low. And you know, right now that's roughly a hundred, 200 bucks, which is a lot for me, maybe not for you, but like 200, 250 bucks is a mint. So I can get in and mint for 250. And if you did your research, you can almost instantly sell that for like 400. Well, or 300. Now, we'll go, you know, we've talked about when to flip, when not to flip. Uh, we could probably do a little more on flipping in particular. But knowing wh where you are flipping, not flipping, you know, being a part of that is one thing. And, and knowing when to do that is one thing. However, the mental state of like where I'm at and knowing when that's the mode I'm in and when the mode I'm in is to research and chill. Um and let my projects do what they do and prepare myself for the future. You know, I used the sales funnel at the beginning and it's one thing. So my wife actually is a video editor and producer and a videographer. She's fucking awesome with anything that has to do with cameras and editing and everything. She edits my podcast for me uh, because she's great. 
And, you know, she is actually working right now for this really awesome uh, life insurance company. They're great. They treat their employees great. Uh, she fucking loves it. I love all the people she works for. They're all great. Um, we have game nights with some of them. Some of them come over. Sorry. I digress. Anyway, there, one of the things they always say is there's now money and there's later money. If you focus on the now money, your later money is going to be almost non-existent. If you focus on your later money, your now money will never run out. And what they mean by that, you know, for them is they keep their sales funnel full. And if they constantly keep that thing full, then there's constantly going to be stuff coming out of the bottom. I think it's the same when you're dealing with investing, especially in volatile crypto markets, when it seems like things come and go so quickly. If I'm constantly putting shit in the top and I have long term and I have midterm and I stay nimble and agile enough to constantly rotate through one or two projects in the now, whether it's like mint and sell immediately or mint and take advantage of it for a week or two and then sell out and get out. I have to realize where I'm at is that if I'm in the fill up the front, you know, front load so that I later I could be doing this, you know, realizing where you're at, then accurately deploying your effort, your mental energy, even really your financial assets, accurately deploying those, I think is going to be so much more effective. And I think it all starts with the mental, man. And again, you know, this, I know we didn't go into a lot of technical crypto stuff, things (laughs) to be technical. Uh, But I really think that this overarching theme, like if you take this theme first that we're talking about today, like this episode, And you focus on that and figure out which mode you're in and where you're at. And then once you figure that out, go back to the last episode. Like maybe my episodes are mixed up, but this is just how my thoughts and and myself as a investor or a IT, an IT enthusiastic gambler or whatever the fuck, we got to come up with a really cool term for that, you know? Uh, But so assessing that where you're at, what mode you're in, Then move into the last podcast where we talk about, okay, now that you're in this mode, how do I assess all my projects and continue through that? And I think that's your biggest, I think that's our timeline. What mode are we in? And then once we can figure out what mode we're in, attacking that mode completely. Kind of like how I said, if you figure out you're a risk, a high risk investor or a low risk investor, go fucking all in on who you are and you'll have a better You'll have a better emotional return and a better return in your investments, uh, your crypto portfolio, everything. Because when you operate in what you are and who you are, things happen smoother, quicker, uh, and you do it with more confidence. And I think I think that's true to this. So once you find out what mode you're in, right? And there's probably more modes in the two that I'm saying, but in my small brain, this is where I'm at. You decide what mode you're in, okay? And, and just to recap, that's, am I filling the top of this funnel? Am I researching projects? And I'm am I just fucking grabbing at projects, seeing what I like, putting them in this folder and doing a little bit of research for later? Or you're at the bottom of the funnel or you're in the front where you're ready to take advantage of projects, invest in them, uh, set up more long-term or buy and flip and buy and flip and, and, and you know, actively act... Uh, actively activate (laughs) actively be a part of these projects and like flip shit and kind of get involved right so you pick that mode boom you're in that mode and then once you decide that's what mode you're in guys go the fuck in on that mode right like be in that mode obviously do your due diligence on the projects you're involved in but then go all in on that mode and i think if you do that and do everything you do 
in the this is probably more than just crypto, but in my mind, when you decide that's the mode you're in, move with intent, knowing that everything you do while you're in that mode has a purpose, right? So, okay, I'm in the, the fill the funnel mode. Okay, I'm going to go gather 20 projects real quick. That might take me a day. Uh, then the next day, I'm going to figure out which ones I like, and maybe I take that 20 to 15. Okay, then the next day, I take that 15 to 8. Okay, 8's cool. Now we'll deep dive a little bit longer. Okay, it's been a week. Okay, hey, look, I paid off, blah, blah, blah. Profits and ROI and all that shit's coming in. Okay, the mode switches. Now I'm not even going to look at these projects uh, unless a mint day is coming up or something, obviously. You know, don't just ignore them. But I'm not going to look at these projects. I'm not going to research a bunch of other projects. I'm only going to focus on the ones I'm in now and the one or two coming up. And that's all where all my shit's going. That's where my intent is. Now I'm moving with purpose. I've only got an hour a day. Okay, well, that hour a day has got nothing but purpose and intent in every fucking thing I do. Where I put my eyes, where I put my time, my money, my assets. And I think if you do that, right, and then you couple that with knowing what kind of investor you are, whether you're risk adverse or just fucking give it to me all, I'm an adrenaline junkie, right? And and then you go, you take that, where I am at mode-wise, I'm all in. Everything's got an intent and purpose. Okay, I'm all about... Uh, high risk. Okay, boom. And then you shift and you do nothing but whitelist and flipping NFTs because that's what you want to do. Or you're risk adverse in secondary markets. So then you start comparing the projects you have, the secondary markets that you did well in, you look for similarities and parallels between them. And then you pick those projects. And you know what I mean? See how this kind of snowballs into becoming even a better investor? You know, especially when you're like me and you're only investing in, you know, a couple projects compared to people who have fucking Excel spreadsheets of all the shit they're in. Um, and so we're doing that. And I think if we do that, what mode are we in? Intent, drive, you know, purpose. And we move. And then we get to who we are and we go through our project on what kind of investor we are. And we get to the end and we're going to look up and go, oh, wow, I managed to actually build some fucking wealth. Look at that. So, you know, to wrap this podcast up, you know, I know it was a lot more on like mental state and where you're at and what mode you're in when you're investing. And then we kind of kind of went into self-assessing your mental and how emotions and mental really do play a lot in, I think, more in crypto investing because it is so volatile and because people can come in and buy and sell and directly affect the market to a very, very large extent so quickly. So, you know, it was a little more, I don't want to say theoretical. I don't want to, you know, it was a little more up in the air and less technical than we did in the first couple episodes. But this is, like I said, this is me narrating my evolution as a investor in crypto space and what I'm learning. And I really felt these past two podcasts, this has been on my mind. And if we can take these two podcasts and kind of reference them and use them as a place to build us where we are, you know, I feel like if we get us straight, we figure out our process, we figure out who we are, how to switch modes, and then we start, boom, blowing out the technical t- content. I think it'll make better investors. Now, I mean, fuck, I think it'll make me a better investor, let alone you, right? So like, I hope this helps. Guys, I really appreciate you kind of going through this with me. I know it was a little unique. Uh, let me know if, you know, this kind of content actually helps you. Uh, don't worry, I will get more technical. You know, I want to go into probably the next episode. I really want to talk about what nodes are, why I think they're a long-term play. Maybe uh, why gamified yield nodes are such a fucking fun thing for me and where I see maybe on-chain gaming go because I am, that is like the things that I'm really into, node being long-term. These gamified yield nodes I see more as like a short to midterm. Uh, and then the on-chain gaming, while some of them are out, you know, my experiences with them, 
and where I think they're going and why I think they're such a big fucking deal. Uh, we'll go into those and it'll get a lot more technical, so don't worry, it's coming. Um, and a lot more, you know, when I come up and I'll use more terms and everything, we'll describe those terms to really help get the education going as I am learning. So don't worry, it'll get more technical. I just, again, this is kind of where I'm at and I really wanted to share it with you, hoping that maybe it struck a chord with somebody, even if only one of the, I don't know, I think I saw 20 people that listened so far, 20, not like the 30 people who have listened so far to the podcast at some point, you know, I hope that they make it this far to episode four and five that I think are the best ones yet. Uh, and these are a little more esoteric and a little more out there, but I think they're really important. Guys, thank you so much for hanging around and listening to, once again, the most profane, the least profound fucking podcast in the whole Cryptoverse, guys. This is the Filthy Casuals Crypto Podcast, sitting in a recliner right at the intersection of video games, life, NFTs, and crypto. Thanks again for sticking around, and I can't wait to talk to you again on the next episode. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Filthy Casuals Crypto Podcast. I just wanted to say thank you, and I wanted to ask that no matter what platform you're on, however the fuck you're listening to us or you're consuming our content, man, we really appreciate it. And I just hope that you can like it, share it, review it, whatever the hell, and just tell your friends about it, tell people you like about it. If you don't like the podcast, tell people you don't like about it. You know, any kind of action like that would really help us out. Have a great day, guys, and stay casual.